So today, before we get started, I want to acknowledge that we changed the name of the podcast to everyone who helped me pick out the cover. I really appreciate you. We've changed the name from This Empowered Life to The Unlearning Podcast. And I changed the name because I feel like this much better reflects my mission and the work that I've been doing, especially for the past year. What I really deeply care about is giving people tools to create massive transformations in their own life and what God has gifted me with and what I feel really called to share that I know is how to change on a physical and energetic level. I love change. Evolution is a huge, huge part of my life and I know that I will forever be a student of unlearning and of of unlearning who I am not and of remembering who I am. And this has been one of the greatest journeys that I have ever been on. And when you are called to change and transform in your own life, I want to be a resource for you. I know that it's not always easy to change when everyone around you is staying the same. And so I want you to have a place to go to learn as many tools and get as many insights as you possibly can to support yourself on your own unlearning journey, on your own remembering journey. I'm a huge believer in knowledge and of learning, of taking radical responsibility for ourselves, for our thoughts, for our actions. And when you do that, I know that you can create the life that you've always dreamed of, a life that fulfills you. Because you are just so deserving of what you desire, so deserving of every single one of your dreams, and so deserving of having it all now. And if you feel any resistance to those sentences, like, yeah, Leslie, that's nice in theory, but all of the reasons that come after but are the reasons that you need to unlearn for why you don't deserve what you want. Because those resistant points, whether they're emotions or thoughts, they end up manifesting into action or lack of action, and those are the things that keep you stuck. So this is just one of the many reasons why I want everyone in the world to learn the tools to unlearn. So this podcast is for you on your unlearning journey, whether you are changing generational patterns, whether you are on your awakening journey, or if you are just looking for different ways to relate to the world. All of these journeys have a common thread, which is that you know that the things that have served you, the habits, the thoughts, the actions that have served you to now are not the habits, the actions, the thoughts that are required of you to continue to where you feel called and to where you feel led. And so it feels aligned to change the name to the Unlearning Podcast and to be a place where you will continue to be supported on your full cycle of transformation for lasting chips. So welcome to the very first episode of the Unlearning Podcast. My name is Leslie Cottle. I am your host, and today's episode is continuing our series from last week, Overcoming Feeling Unlovable, Part 2, Feeling Safe, Feeling Loved. So to set the scene for overcoming 
feeling unlovable, I want you to think about collapsing time. And collapsing time is choosing to be worthy of what you desire now in the present moment. And this is an idea that you get to choose whether you are lovable or not lovable in every moment. And last week we talked about judgment and how especially self-judgment can feel shameful and judgment really just doesn't have a place where we can love. It doesn't belong in an environment where we are loving ourselves fully. You just cannot have judgment there. And so that was our last episode. So I would encourage you to listen to that if you haven't yet. And so when we think about collapsing time and being worthy of what you desire, we need to think about this desire of feeling loved, the desire to feel worthy of love. And in order to feel worthy of love, you cannot have self-judgment. I mean, just think about when you judge yourself and how you're hurting yourself. Because you're inherently saying, it's not okay for me to make mistakes. It's not okay for me to not be perfect. It's not okay for me to be learning because I need to be perfect. And judgment is just like the number one thing in my book that I think will crush anyone's dreams, that will stop you in your tracks, and will it will make you not even try because you stopped yourself the moment that you judge yourself. You stop yourself the moment that you judge yourself. And when you're judging others, it's really just a projection, which means that you're also judging yourself. And so recognizing all the ways that you judge yourself, uh, whether it is self-judgment or judgment of others, will show you a path of how you've been holding yourself back from feeling loved. And today what we're going to talk about is that you have to feel safe to be you and safe to be loved. So if you're judging yourself and everything that you do, there's, or thinking that there's a certain way to do something, just think about it and ask yourself, are you going to feel safe being you for you if you're judging yourself? Not for other people, just for you. If you're judging yourself, are you going to feel safe to feel and be fully expressed? And I'm not going to answer that question for you, but my answer to that would be absolutely not. I absolutely do not feel safe to be myself when I am judging myself. So you have to choose to fully, unconditionally love yourself. And so safety in the body is this energetic map. Your body has a nervous system that feels safe with certain behaviors that you've learned throughout your lifetime. And you've also inherited some of these characteristics from your ancestors. So while those habits and ways of being might have served you or someone else for a long time, not all of those behaviors are actually in your best interest. So your body has a certain level of safety, which means Um, at any point in your life, if you, you could have developed a habit to thrive or a habit to survive. And 
some of the habits to survive rather than thriving are um, if you learn to say yes because it was the least resistant thing to do, if you learn to not speak your truth because someone was always telling you that you are wrong, um, you could have picked up a behavior from a parent or a family member or a television that um, was like putting yourself down or self-hate that was mocking other people or caring about what other people think over your own best interests. And anything else that you picked up as a child that you thought um, was the way that you were supposed to act. So if you practice not speaking up or judging other people or judging yourself, not only does it become a habit or a way of being or speaking that feels really comfortable for you, but it also becomes really normal and safe to your body, which of course is a false sense of safety around judgment and self-loathing, around abandoning yourself, around not loving yourself. But it feels safe to the body because it feels normal to the body because it's the only thing that the body knows. The body knows how to be unlovable. The body knows what judgment is. The body knows what abandoning yourself feels like. And so it continues to do those habits and to feel safe in those habits. And so when you recognize that you have a habit that isn't serving you, it actually sometimes feels safer to do those things, to do the judgment, to do uh, the abandonment of the self, even though you consciously know that it isn't serving you. It feels really like wiry and cagey and jarring to the nervous system to step outside of that. And that is simply your body telling you what, telling you what feels safe and what doesn't feel safe. So if it feels jarring to the nervous system to speak your truth, it's just your body telling you that it feels safer not speaking its truth. If it feels really uncomfortable for you to uh, stick up for yourself and follow through with things for yourself or commit to yourself and your dreams, your body's just telling you it feels comfortable abandoning itself. So in order to override this, you have to reprogram the nervous system to feel a new sense of safety in feeling lovable, feeling supported, supporting yourself, supporting your vision, supporting your desires, supporting yourself feeling worthy for what you want, and not only just what you want, but, but really what you deserve. So if you want to feel loved, if you want to know that you're lovable, you have to energetically release a feeling unlovable while at the same time reprogramming yourself to feel safe being loved, to feel safe receiving love. You have to reprogram yourself to feel safe holding love for yourself for long periods of time. And I know from personal experience that it can feel uncomfortable and vulnerable to feel loved if for a long time you felt unlovable. And that uncomfortableness is just the body's reaction to what feels safe or what doesn't feel safe. But it's also ironically what you so deeply desire and what needs to be learned and overrided to receive 
what you want. And I want to remind you that it's a sign that you're expanding. It's a sign that you're stretching. And stretching is sometimes a little bit uncomfortable. So you don't have to push yourself too hard or too fast. So if you want to go deeper into the research around this, there is a great book that's called The Body Keeps the Score by Bessel van der Kolk. It's a great book for research and understanding why and how this happens in the body. As a facilitator, I'm all about the practices. And at the end, there's a chapter that goes over how to reprogram safety in the body. And this includes yoga theater, engaging with a community, and meditation. So what this tells me is that the work is the work, guys. There isn't necessarily a hack to reprogram yourself to feel lovable besides be doing the work, besides being disciplined, besides being present, besides showing up for yourself every day without judgment and with so much compassion and love for the chapter that you're in. And I want to remind you that healing and your journey, it's all an inside job. So whatever it is that you don't feel like you have from other people is the thing that you most need to give to yourself. So if you don't feel lovable, the opportunity isn't to receive necessarily love from other people, but it is to show yourself love first. It is about receiving love from other people, but first we need to receive love from ourselves first. And the number one way to do that starts with getting rid of judgment of yourself. Judgment breeds insecurities. Insecurities breed being stuck. And then the number two way to do it is to practice self-love, to practice feeling love, to practice receiving love, to practice feeling worthy of being loved by yourself and then others. And one of my practices I want to share with you today for practicing self-love is a practice I call proud love. Now this is a fieldwork practice meaning that you use it in the moment as a correction to judgment. So if you are going about your day and realize you're, you know, a judgmental thought comes into your mind, the steps are first that you notice that it's a judgmental thought. Second, that you pause, take a breath without judgment, acknowledge that the phrase or word choice that you did, just acknowledge that it was a judgmental thought, but don't judge yourself. Don't get in that loop. Just acknowledge it. And then the third step is to recalibrate. So look at what you are thinking and then have proud love for it. So this is giving yourself the love that you need in that moment, meaning accepting everything as it is. So what I like to do, I like love playing with different archetypes and characters. So I like to think of this motherly figure who is so joyous and loving and accepting of everything that their child does, no matter what. The idea that my child is perfect and can do no wrong. And I have this voice where 
I just talk to myself if I see myself judging myself. And I'm like, oh, look at my baby, practicing not judging herself. Or the other day, I found myself judging myself over not being able to find my keys. And I quickly switched it to, oh, look at my baby, finding her keys. And it's so fun to play with this voice because you can use it for anything. It's just full love, full support of everything that you're doing. And you can shift this to that voice. You can shift it to a voice of yourself. You can shift it to whatever voice or story that you want. But this is a voice of proud, unconditional love that celebrates everything that you do without judgment and seeing you for who you truly are, which is an experience and acknowledging that you're doing your best, that there is not a right or wrong way to do it, and that you're just doing it and that you're proud that you're doing it no matter what it is. So I encourage you to use the proud love practice. It's super fun. And I would love to hear how you're using the proud love practice if you want to DM me on Instagram too. So you are so lovable. You are so worthy of everything that you desire. And I'm looking forward to tuning in with you guys next week for part three of this series. Sending you so much love and so much peace. Tune in Tuesdays for more yummy and soulful episodes. If you love what you're hearing and want to support the podcast, please follow and rate the podcast on Spotify and Apple to help new listeners find us. To find out more about my coaching and healing practice, head over to my website, www.lesliecoddle.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.